0: What's up guys, welcome back to the Rock Zone podcast, it's Ben, Max
1: and Tom And this is your weekly dose of all things Hyrax Oi oi <laughs> And it's the World
2: Championship Weekend World Championships, baby Happily, should we get into Ooh! it? Let's go, 3, 2, 1 Rock on on in, in. Rock in Ooh, jinx Okay, World Championship episode Um... I'll be honest, it's a bit of a mystery box as to what you're going to get because uh, Ben and I are going to be working on our towns in Portugal when this episode is being recorded.
1: And um, well I'll be Mikey and I'll be hard at work, you will you putting some content together. You will indeed. Yeah, you hold on down the fort, for once. <laughs> Yeah. So what what, what
2: you might get is Hunter. What you might get is Meg Jacoby, the world record holder
1: in the females division. I can't wait to hopefully, fingers crossed, be chatting with
0: Meg. Um, what, are yeah. you gonna, what are you going to ask her about?
1: I'm going to ask her a lot of stuff, Ben, as I flick through
0: <laughs> your episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> <the> episode plan. <laughs> Uh, no, well, obviously you've got to ask her a lot about her preparation ahead of the World Champs. Mm. She's obviously broken the hour mark, which is mega, mega news mm. um, in one of her last races. So, really want to understand, I guess, and unpack a bit more around how, yeah, uh, how she's been training this season, what she's looking forward to uh, for the World Champs, whether she's going to be drinking bro juice or mm.
2: are you bro juice or are you no juice?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really buzzing for that. I'm really looking forward to. Her. She's going to come into the come into the Rock Zone HQ. Uh, so Mikey and I are gonna shoot the ship with Meg you mentioned are we actually meant to be going for beers with Hunter at some point um it's locked in but
2: it's us and Hunter so the chances of it happening are you know 50 50
1: say about ninety ten he's definitely going to want to come drink with the rocks
2: well, industry, said, yeah does he true. gonna get
0: drunk before his race
2: he said he said he's gonna come out but he's not gonna get seshed. sourced Sauced. Okay. source Sauced. Sauced. yeah yeah sourced
0: just bro We just can bro-juiced. we
1: can we can we can provide the source mm. so all that plus maybe some more stuff.
0: Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into it in this weird and wacky episode. Uh, where are we going next? Nobody knows. Let's roll the dice, boys. Let's
1: see <laughs> where we land. Bye, Tom. <laughs> Bye, Max. Bye, Ben. <laughs> Enjoy Portugal.
0: Ah, oh, fuck it. We're still here, aren't we? I thought it was home time. <laughs> oh, I thought it was home
2: time. What are, what are we doing now?
0: Well, let's, let's rewind. The main chapter or the main headline for this episode is the World Championships. What are you guys looking forward to most about the World Championships?
2: I want to see this uh, elusive um, athlete walk
0: in. What mm. what do they call it? The Olympic oh, ceremony, the ceremony style thing at the yes. thing at the uh, at the start. Yes, mm. that's
1: going to be fascinating.
0: You know, they're actually playing the the national anthem um it's for everyone competing well, well no for for England uh at it but the woman who is and I'm I'm gonna take this out of my top five facts for later and give it to you now um but
2: I don't want it to be ruined no 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 no. okay no, no that, don't give us top that. five facts because I cannot wait me. to hear
1: the trash you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna s- okay. spit out to us um yeah there's the opening ceremony and then there's also the grandstand seating which is a new concept for us um, having never been to a world champs Really, before. that's what
2: you're most looking forward to? Yeah, seating- I'm excited. No,
1: because they're doing the whole thing where you're in a grandstand and you're watching, mm. and then they're going to do the transitioning, I think. So you can then... Kind of you watch the athletes do their uh ski erg, then the athletes go out and run, there's gonna be a whole crew that comes mm. in oh, gets yes. rid of okay. the ski ergs, I'm more excited and then now. brings I'm out the, f- the sleds. And I'm like, I'm how are they gonna do that?
0: It's exactly what happened at Eurovision behind the scenes.
1: Yes, with yeah. The, yeah. Piano. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the piano. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm so I'm really excited. Wait, as the, the resident
2: out. Eurovision watcher, I didn't see this, What?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> no, so in between there's like forty seconds between acts and they yeah. take all the kit off and then all the people run on stage and place the new act together. It's wow. like, it's show yeah. business. It's like, like 20 doing people,
1: that. like ants, yeah. like, frantically running around, picking up pianos. and. You mean to
2: say the stage doesn't just magically change through the power of song and dance? <laughs> it does not,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> the, um, well, not if it was up to you. No. <laughs> so the grandstands, yes, it's going to be a massive spectator event, especially on the Friday. Um, Manchester Central is going to be overtaken with not, athletes this time, but more spectators coming down to watch all the Elite 15 uh, put the show on. You know what else
2: is going to be a spectacle? The Rock's own boys in suits.
1: The Rock's suits. Rock suit. Nope, that didn't work. Suits (laughs) rock. We're going to (laughs) be nice. You got it. Suits rock. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay, quick question. Mm. Are we doing, like, any suit or are we matching our suit colours together? Are we going to do the the Vietnam suits that we picked up, then well,
0: Yeah, the v- the suits Those are totally. Out I've, of got, I've got. I've got. So, Mac, uh, Tom and I went totally uh, went to Vietnam, and we got suits really cheap made. I got one that made me look like I'm about to have a bar mitzvah. It's like a white blazer. <laughs> hey, ben, with...
1: ben disappeared for like five hours and came back. <laughs> I was like, I'll get a cream shell suit. suit. Like this will be great. <laughs> it's but so you, bad. But the problem is, you left me to my own devices, and I came out with an even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I look, God, I'm so bizarre. You've got like, so like dragons
0: and. Chill, so i don't know
1: if we should like do the do the like r- like the loud suits maybe that could be as part of our suit change or as part of our you oh, know oh, dress change. change maybe daytime is strictly business so we have cool suits on and then the party we got something totally different yeah mm-hmm. anyway to be discussed offline
0: well it is like the world championships that's why we're doing the suits it's yeah. like it's like the the red carpet event of the high rocks calendar yeah.
1: mm-hmm. we're, time, we're, and we're bringing some red carpet flair to this, red carpet to this energy operation you're gonna wear
0: flares no,
1: I'm not going to wear flares. Oh, please wear flares. I haven't got any flares, unfortunately. Okay. I'm not Harry Styles, um, mm. but yes. Do you know Anyway, I'm banging. I'm buzzing for that.
0: Do you know what I'm looking forward to most about the World Championships? Your top five facts that you're going no, to. No, no, no. I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. But the um, the fact that it's going to be streamed yes. this time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And it's not. Just being like just camera crews. They've actually got like a professional crew in this time. So they're having the live readouts of like the row erg, the ski erg. So yeah. on screen you're gonna see what's actually happening, they're gonna have interesting camera angles to actually capture the actual race properly. So it's gonna they're pivoting for it from being a bit of an ad hoc, like, oh yeah, people want to watch this, to this is the world championships, like everyone is mm. gonna watch it like it's a football game or like it's a, mm. some sort of race. So I'm um, Everyone's I'd-
1: gonna see our suits. Nice.
2: Anyway. Long overdue. Ben, what are your five facts? Give them to me oh, now.
0: Oh, my five facts. Right, let me uh, let me get into this. And I mean, last time I did the five facts, I, I didn't prepare at all, or I did, and I thought I did, but you guys didn't like them. So this time I- it's
2: not, it's not just us. No one liked them. I, loads of people loved them. I
1: loved them because they were so crap.
0: Thank you. Basically.
1: <laughs> so, also, but- two of them are mine. <laughs> So actually, yeah, <laughs> it's been shitting on my own content. Uh, no, I thought they were really good.
0: Right, should we? Should we? Can you cue me in, Mikey, with the uh, with number one? One. <laughs> <laughs> is it one? <laughs> Manchester Central is a Grade Two listed building. <laughs>
2: What does that mean? 10 Keep
1: going, keep going. No, no. Keep I was going, going to unpack it. Going. No, no, keep going, keep no, going. going, keep going. Press it again, no. press it no. again.
0: Two, okay? Two. To park your car for two hours, it's £7.45. Whoa, that's <laughs> quite a good deal.
1: What? Oh, that's quite steep. Well, it depends if it's outside the venue. I haven't got a car, though. So ben,
2: I think you might need to replace. That's an actual useful fact. So. Okay.
0: <laughs> I've got another costume for Three. you. Three. The average pint in Manchester. Is four pound forty four. Oh my god! Wow, that is a
1: really good fact. That's yeah. a good deal. Yeah,
0: but it puts it in the top ten most expensive cities for pints.
1: So where the fuck is London
0: then? Uh, six pounds uh, £6 in London. Yeah, it's about Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um oh. The national anthem will be performed at High Rocks, Manchester, by Laura Wright. Little-known fact: she performed the national anthem at Twickenham in two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> oh my god! For what event? For what event? Uh, the rugby.
2: Oh, of yeah. course, of course, of course.
0: Okay. Um, as you enter, the toilets are on the <laughs> left of the males. <laughs> they um, are, though.
1: How many toilets are there?
0: Um, Well, there's three cubicles in the left-hand toilet as you enter the main entrance. But I do know that there there, there was discussion of them using more than one exhibition hall at this thing. Yeah. But no one's released anything yet. Oh. But that was Christian and some other people off the books, which I shouldn't have mentioned. But hey ho. Um, but I think it, it, we might have like a bigger High Rocks World thing at, at this event. So taking all the all the spectators and the crowds out of the actual race hall. But we'll we'll wait to see if that actually happens. Do you think
1: for Laura? The singer, mm. it's as proud a moment performing the world, performing the anthem <laughs> at the world champs compared to her 2013 Twickenham like uh song. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like maybe Hayrox is on the is on the up.
0: Oh, guys. she's a, she's a very accomplished soprano, and um, she's the
1: first ever, surely, to do the national anthem for the UK for Hayrox in, in Manchester in May. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. Well, that's I, a real first. It must it's, a, a world,
1: it's a world to first first for lots of things. World champs.
0: I mean I I'm I wanna know if she knows what she's getting into bed with. Like she's about to enter a, a room full of sweaty men, everyone like juiced up and she's gonna be singing and everyone she's like, Oh, it's just like the rugby but less clothes.
2: Nah, because they won't be naked yet. Hunter might be naked, but everyone else would probably still be clothes. What
0: what do you think Hunter's gonna race in? Like he, he has All band- I know
2: is that there's not gonna be a shirt and there's gonna be a bandana signature. Mm.
0: Well if you had to place a bet on what bandana colour it would be, what would you say? Pink. Blue. I'm gonna say orange. Mikey, nice. what do you think? Purple. Yeah. I think you might be winner with purple. Right, there's a pint on the line for whoever
3: gets it.
1: Uh, one thing we did last time, which a four pound forty
3: pint, by the way, four
4: pound <laughs> yeah. forty five pint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: something which we uh, tried in kind of ad hoc in London, which went maybe a little bit too successfully, <laughs> was <laughs> the secret phrase. And um,
0: you named we, it so well
1: last time. We would love to do this again. So. Um, well,
2: just, the for, just for context for anyone that didn't listen, if you were able to tell us the secret phase and recite all of Ben's top five shit facts, you were entitled to get some Rock <laughs> merchandise.
0: Which I am yet to actually follow up on. So to everyone that did actually come up and say it, it made the extreme effort to memorise the drivel that I produced. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, I will be reaching out. I haven't forgotten you. I've got your name in a list. And for anyone that does say it, you will also be included in this round of merchandise that I produce, which is a limited edition piece of merchandise British for merchandise. very elite members of the community who respect the top five facts. So, People Tom,
2: to what do they need to say? What is the secret? Okay, so base? the last
1: one was Pop-Tart Pool. Yes. But we all need to think of an idea for this one. I mean, I want. have you got
0: any? Have you got something? Who have we fucked with recently? Who do we want to rebrand? <laughs>
1: we don't want to rebrand any more people.
0: I we, we want to get on the wrong. Oh, side it was Pump Dragon. Thing, we? we wanted to rebrand Builder as Pump Dragon. Pump Dragon. Oh yeah. Pump
2: Dragon.
1: Yes. Okay. Maybe
0: yeah,
2: like you have to like. Shout. You have
0: to. You have to flap like a dragon.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> and, yes. And
0: and, yes. and actually shout it at the top of your voice. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't get at least five people looking at you, then you don't get the merch. Yeah.
1: And you got to like. You got to look like a dragon when you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. I'm dragon. <laughs> <then> you <laughs>
0: flap your wings. You like a
1: little chicken, mate. Actually, well, yeah. maybe look like it. There's probably we probably more look like chickens when we do that than we do dragon. Yes, but so, chicken. So. Imagine a chicken flap, but you're tensing your biceps.
2: Yeah,
0: you're doing like a Mark Lewis yeah. rowing po- photo pick, like pop a bicep, <laughs> yeah. pop a bicep. Yeah,
2: flap it up and down. Pop a yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So There's now a chicken, oh my God. No, right? Dragon. So to recap, pop, pop pop both biceps, flap up and down, and say Dragon. There you go. There Excellent. you go.
1: Okay. I if if we like get anyone, I this will think, put anyone off getting the merch. Yeah, I don't think if you re, if, this, if you're a die-hard merch lover and you quite like the rock scene, then you'll do that. Yeah, yeah. God,
0: I can. I'm just. I really hope someone does it.
1: Okay, so Ben and Max have now gone, but they are going to be back to answer some of your questions in a little bit later on in the episode, which means it's just me and producer Mikey uh here um but we are not alone because in the room with us we have one of the standout favorites for the pro women's world championship elite 15 race meg Jacoby. meg welcome to the podcast
5: hi thanks for having me
1: thanks so much for coming down um yeah you sound like you had a busy day already today give us yeah. just like a 30 seconds on what your day is entailed
5: so we got in yesterday long day Tried to stay up like to a normal time. You know, we're trying to get acclimated. Uh, it's always difficult. We slept until almost eleven a.m. today, and then, of course, with my, um, you know, workout brain, the first thing we had to do was obviously get the the working out portion of the day over with. So. Uh, we ran from our Airbnb to Wit Gym, which I'm gonna plug them because that gym was really awesome. It's an epic gym. Yeah, Great yeah, people. Yeah. Quite a few people who knew what High Rocks was, so that was neat. It's very cool being here where people actually really know like, oh, yeah. where it like what it is. And then we kind of just did like urban hiking. So we're just popping around London and like seeing some sites, getting some I coffee, food, you know.
1: The the key thing to the point out here is that your urban hiking Quote unquote, started in Clapham and ended in the north, north of London in Camden, which is a very, very long walk for a Londoner. And I don't think any Londoner would ever think that it's a smart thing to do. But that's impressive that you guys got here. <laughs> but um, we like to start things off with our guests by kicking into a bit of quick fire questions. Yeah. So we prepared some quick fire awesome. questions. Hit though. me with it. Okay, first question What is an everyday item that you cannot go a single day without?
5: Oh God, this is going to sound terrible about my phone.
1: Oh, we've not had that one yet. I'm a
5: gram addict <laughs> right lately, especially because of high rocks. I love like all the connections that I've made and yeah. um, just seeing what other athletes are doing. Cool. Also probably like my running sneakers for okay. sure.
1: So phone running sneakers. Yeah. What is your favorite motivational song? The song that you play before you compete?
5: <gasps> Ambition for Cash by Key Glock. I feel like
1: I don't know that song. We're going to have to play a little bit of that. Yeah, point. you will. You'll Just, like it. We don't want to get copyright issues, but okay. <laughs> and then uh, if you could do a Murph Ooh. with a sports person, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
5: Uh, well, I'm going to say Hunter McIntyre. Oh, Because really? he has the world record in the Murph. <laughs> Does who he? Better- yes, Hunter you didn't know this. I didn't know that. Yes, he has the world the Murph okay. world record. Who better to do it with than the world record holder, right? Wow.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. Last question. Would you rather do High Rocks with Hunter McIntyre on your back or Ryan Kent? So piggybacking them.
5: Oh, gosh. You know what? This is really interesting because I like aggressive. um, My internal monologue when I'm racing is very like aggressive at myself. And that's how Hunter is. Like he'll text me in the morning occasionally and just be like, don't be soft. That's it. (laughs) Nothing else. And so if he was on my back, like he'd be saying stuff like he'd be like, don't be a pussy. You know, he'd (laughs) say stuff like that. Ryan Kent, I feel like would be more like positively encouraging. Okay. So that's a tough one.
1: Uh, I feel like you've already made the decision. I, feel I like don't know, though.
5: Made. I don't know. Ryan Kent and I be, might be working on some things together, so I'm going to say uh, him.
1: Okay, political. Yeah. Well, decision.
5: I picked Hunter for the Murph.
1: That's true. So very so, political.
5: Yeah, so oh, I'm, I'm going to say Ryan Kent.
1: Cool. All right. Yeah. There we go. Quick fire round done. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so why don't we do, it'd be great to dive straight into the world champs. Um, yeah. Obviously, they're coming up in a matter of days. I guess, how do you feel?
5: oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm ready to go. I was, my friends and I were talking earlier and like, if it was tomorrow, I'd be, I'd love it. Like, I don't, I'm ready. You know, the anticipate, the anticipation is like slightly killing me because I'm just really eager to get out there. So
1: tell us, are you going to win? Is
5: yeah. That, okay. I didn't fly here for nothing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's going to be a stacked field. You know, it always is. Yeah. If I have my best day, I believe that I will win you know, th- I'm not saying pretty, it's a
1: pretty good day. The best it's day, pre- it
5: would be a good day. It, I'm not saying that I'm not beatable. I'm definitely, you know, I think we're all beatable, mm-hmm. but I feel great. I'm ready. I know I've put the work in the trainings, you know, I feel very confident coming off my last race. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's the plan.
1: Nice. And, um, I guess have you got any sort of, uh, anything that you're changing around your strategy?
5: Um- yeah. Um, One of the bigger things that I've realized for myself, at least, is, um, and I guess this plays into, just for the general person, what your strengths and weaknesses are within the race, running is my biggest strength. So for me in Anaheim, my goal was to be very controlled on the stations and push the runs. And what that ended up doing, because I think I came in mentally more relaxed and mentally more controlled on my stations. A lot of my stations were actually faster. Um, My lunch station was the faster that it had ever been. So it's just funny how I think that approach for me ended up working out much better than like oh I'm gonna push these sleds super hard but mm. then I s- might sacrifice too much on the runs where I might you know that's my strength and that's like not kind of what you want to do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so interesting now yeah. if you're a, not a strong runner you might want to do it like the reverse way but um, that's kind of how I approach it right now
1: and is that I guess because yeah your background is in how you have a a sort of sports background in running right yes like so I was of- a
5: collegiate runner. Um, and then you know I had a lot of success road running and racing in my twenties. So the running is the easiest part for me.
3: Do you have to do a lot of running training still, or yeah. you kind of you're just at feel- a level now? Where yeah, you just can- it's is funny
5: it- because I always <laughs> say like I run probably fifty to sixty miles a week, um, which is a lot. But when I was just pure running, I was running more like seventy to eighty. So it's still pretty like it's still like. 15, 20 miles less than at least what I was doing. But it is a lot with all the other work. <laughs> but it's easy to get to that when you're doing high rocks style workouts twice a week. If I do a two mile warm up and two mile cool down and I'm doing eight to 10 by 1,000 meters, that's not, it's not hard to rack up the miles that way.
1: Yeah, because there's something like the you run every day. Yes. Right? Yes, I do. <laughs>
5: that's <actually> not me. <laughs>
1: Meg Brown here. Don't forget that. That's I did. True. <laughs> well, so there's another two before yeah, like on the on the suburban hike. The um, suburban hike. The yeah. suburban hike, which I need to try out at some point. <laughs> and another something that we were really, I just kind of like wanted to touch on is like you yourself, your world record holder in this in this event. It takes up an intense amount of time. I can imagine mm-hmm. to train for this all. But you also you also work full time and uh, and a mom as well. Yes. So can you kind of paint the picture of how? How that works? Yeah, how you juggle all of that.
5: So I work out two to three times every day. Usually, I do at least one session in the morning before I go to work. I think that's for any parents. If you can get something done first thing, then the rest of your day, like if it does get derailed by something else, at least you know you've gotten like one thing done. That's how I do it every single day, um, and then. I go to work (laughs) and I work like eight hours in office and then I usually do my morning workout is either sometimes a lift or it's some type of Metcon or like a row interval workout just because of the tools that I have at my house. So it's it's typically no running or, you know, it's not a big high rock sim all the time. And then my bigger portion is usually in the early evening. And Mm. I'm lucky because my family helps me a lot. With my daughter, like, my parents will get her off the school bus while I'm finishing up, (laughs) you know, a two-hour thing. (laughs) Yep, And I bring her with me a lot. And she comes along, and she comes to a lot of my workouts with my friends. And I think it's really awesome for her to see. Um, And she likes it. And a lot of the time, she'll make up her own thing, which is pretty funny. Ah. She does a um, little—she has her own little, like— I don't know, Metcon, I guess we'll call it, where <laughs> she'll run for 30 seconds on the treadmill. She'll do 30, I don't know why the number is 30, 30 dumbbell bench presses, 30. They're five that's pounds, but she's eight. I'm like, yeah. that's a lot. She's got the volume gene. She's, that I passed down, obviously. <laughs> and then um, she'll do like 10 burpees. And that's one set okay. and she'll do it not four 30, times. No, 30. but she does the same thing like over and over again. Um, Or she'll make like obstacles out of uh like equipment. i say that. Yeah, it that's is. Awesome. And, and she's, awesome she's, a she's a trooper. She's a trooper. I've said this before. She makes more, way more sacrifices than I do. Cause for me, this is such an opportunity. Like every workout's an opportunity to grow and get better and faster mm. and whatever. I don't view it as. A sacrifice, you know, but she definitely makes sacrifices at times. Yeah. And, uh, for now she likes it and she's very proud and she's a little bit of a savage too. Like she'll call me if I don't win, which I have, you know, there's been a few races I haven't won. She'll be like, well, why, what happened?
1: Yeah, You ha-
2: came what in
5: happens? second, what happened? And I'm like, thanks. You know, like, cause I, cause I'm also saying like, what happened? You know, I'm like, and then, uh, yeah. So she's pretty funny about it.
1: Well, they say you are your wor- your own worst critic. Absolutely, but maybe it's maybe <laughs> she. Could, she it's might be tougher waters. on me than I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome to hear. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, you. So, really curious to get into this just a little bit because obviously running is a very big part of it for you. Right, and it feels as though you have quite a lot of em- emphasis on the strength training sort yes. of things, mm-hmm. and. I think again, in, in, in another, in, in something that we were read, reading up about, or something, your brother's also a bodybuilder. Yes, so I don't professional
5: know. bodybuilder. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I guess like I, I don't know. Do you feel as though that sort of the running background and maybe like a bit of experience with your brother is like giving you maybe like a unique, yeah. I guess like maybe un, unique experience in, in in like really making the most of kind of absolutely.
5: Your so I've been running obviously my whole life, but I was always like a very strong, like muscular runner, not like what your typical mindset of what a distance runner Mm -hmm. would even look like. Um, and I've just always loved the gym and I got exposed to weight training very early, but when I was running like road running a lot in my late twenties and COVID happened, all the races got shut down and I am just I'm always a person that like I want the next challenge and I'm always looking for ways to challenge myself. So since I wasn't there were no races really happening, I started getting really into powerlifting, which again does not oh. go well typically go with distance running. So um the combo of those two things like the last few years leading up to this it has been hugely why I've been having the success I'm having.
3: Something uh me and Tom were talking about just before you came in was how do you recover from oh, this so ch- all of this? this yeah. question. Because this volume <clears throat> of training is insane. Yeah, I and- wish
5: I had like a something I could say that then people could do, but I'm just very lucky.
3: We just want I'm- you to say like you take an ice bath and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And like, right? oh, easy yeah, baths,
5: like I, yeah, um, No, but that's like super trendy right now is the, the like ice baths and saunas, right? It's yeah. like you go ice bath and you go in the sauna and then you keep repeating it. I literally don't do any of that. Um, I just, I really listen to my body. I'm big on getting sleep, eating. I, um, you know, you have to fuel yourself. Mm. That's huge. Um, And I think I'm just, I'm used to a very high level of training. i have been training for this way for so many years, whether I was competing in something or not. Um, That's just Mm. kind of why I'm able to recover the way I can. Do you have like, um
3: a strict warm-up or, or mobility oh my God, no. routine. I'm so or anything. bad about that stuff. So you literally just turn yep. up, get it done, walk away, no doms, <laughs> just like – bring on the next I don't know session. if it's
5: no doms. I think I just like refuse to acknowledge it or I'm just like, I'm really sore about uh, Whatever. Pretend you're fine. Hay. That's yeah. where it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're just,
3: just like, I'm not weak. You're weak. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. When
5: I said my internal monologue is aggressive, like that's how I think. Like in the middle of the race, I'll be like, don't be weak. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I would swear actually, but I'm didn't know if we were allowed to do that. In this. That's fine. We yeah. I basically say, "Don't be a pussy all the time to myself
1: so one of the Hyrox master trainers in the uk mm-hmm. uh, we were chatting to him george uh, the other day and he was saying that i guess his advice to, to to athletes that were i guess tapering and maybe looking at the last three or four weeks before they go into their race and, and he talked about actually like if there's something that you wanted to improve on maybe grip strength would be one thing is there anything that you kind of like yeah specifically train the last few weeks or any advice that you might give to people that are looking to do their, their first hierarchs or, um, or break a world record give it to competitors for me
5: i just i just i personally think having a strong mind is the most important part of a taper. That's how I feel about it. Like a week before a race, you're probably not going to get better at anything that's going to impact mm. your actual performance. So for me, it's just like trusting the training that you've already done and just knowing that like I've like I've done what I could do and it's enough, you know, and just believing that. I personally cut the volume back a little bit, but I don't necessarily cut back the intensity until mm. uh, just a few days before and th- you know today i did a 21 minute emom of wall balls row and Ski erg, and they were faster than race pace but it was only t- for 21 minutes you know it wasn't an hour long session so it was higher intensity but for a shorter amount of time um i think that keeps the pop you know that you want to have that mm. that pop on race day you don't want to feel like sluggish that's my biggest thing is I think we do a lot of these really intense, you know, months of training leading up to a race. And then people maybe don't understand how to taper properly for themselves. Like some people pull way back for a whole week and then they feel great. That's not how I, I work. I think I'm used to so much volume that if I cut it too early, I end up feeling slow and like tired, if that makes sense.
3: Will you even have one day off before um
5: <coughs> i think i took a day off last week at one oh, right point.
3: okay <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> no you, well you had, so no. you had a
3: day off on the flight
1: you can claim that kind of
5: it was a red eye so i had worked out that morning and then i oh did run we did just run yesterday so there was no lifting no anything else just running okay yeah
3: okay. Most people still call that working out mate. Yeah. But you know <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: I certainly would. One of the questions that we love to ask our guests is a very serious very important question. What is your post-race cheat meal? And we need ideally starter main dessert and drink in no particular order. Okay,
5: so it's a margarita.
1: Okay. You I feel like you know this <laughs> and you don't champagne. Even this. Okay. I
5: I always have champagne and my one friend who has traveled with me to many of the races I've done typically will like hand me a margarita while I'm in the shower. Like that's like one, which is amazing. Um, how does,
1: how do, how do they make the margarita? like, are they just ordering it from a restaurant or something?
5: Yeah. Okay, usually, fine. you know, we're usually at a hotel, so yeah, there's, okay. there's a bar or something, but um, so that's definitely, the, those are the go-to drinks. And then food is not as important to me as dessert. Dessert is so important. So I
1: like uh, the distinction between food and dessert. Yeah, as, as if, if dessert was. is not
5: food. Well, you know. So like, I'll eat a healthy meal, like it would be chicken or pasta or something like that. But then, like, gotta have ice cream.
4: Okay. Big ice cream can
5: Chocolate peanut butter. Hopefully Reese's like in it. Okay. Load it. Load me up. Like I will win. I I will claim that I could be probably anyone in an ice cream eating eating contest. Definitely.
1: Okay. Well, before we go, uh, where can people find out more about you?
5: Um, on my Instagram, which is at mjacoby, and I do have a link in my bio if you want to train with me.
1: There we go, guys. If you want to get some training tips, want to join those programs, give Meg a follow. And um, Meg, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the show, and best of luck in Manchester.
5: Thanks. Thanks for having me, and it was great to meet you guys.
1: Wow. Meg Jacoby, what a guest on this show we've had. That was such an interesting conversation. Um, I think, yeah, like some of the points that she made about that training and recovery, especially kind of in preparation ahead of this world championships. um, Hopefully going to take away a few tips from that um, for our own routines, but also hopefully that our listeners can also do the same. Yeah, some awesome comments she had. um, And yeah, good luck. Good luck, Meg. We hope that it goes well for you uh, in Manchester. And, as we semi-promised at the start of the episode, that is not the only superstar that we have on the pod this week, because, dear listeners, Max also got the chance to speak with the men's pro favourite, the one and only Hunter McIntyre, on Friday night, and of course, the interview was, I mean, a bit unorthodox.
2: We're going to do a voice note as we're driving for the pod. Where are we at right now?
4: currently in um, uh, Scribble Scritch. It's uh, part of Hogwarts. Scribble
2: Scritch, what? what? To paint the narrative, I'm sat on the back of a line bike while the world champ. Left
4: or right? Left,
2: left, 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 left. Is driving us to a club. Uh, what
4: What club is this? No. Imperial. Why are we? Oh, oh fuck. God. This is a, we drive on the left. I know. My brother's there. Uh, he called me and told me he's there. We're going to go to. Howdy, howdy this, <laughs> huh? Yeah, we're, we're living our best life. I always get drunk one week before I compete because it just cuts the nerves and allows you to shake the bones out a little bit.
2: And would this be the first time you've driven an ooh, an electric bike the week before a big race? Of
4: course not, I'm a renaissance man, I do it all. <laughs> howdy
2: ho! Right, let's, let's do a quick pre-race interview. How, how are you feeling ahead of the race?
4: Ah, I am a world champion. I've been a world champion. I'll continue to be a world champion, if that best describes my situation.
2: Right. So there's no no remorse of getting slightly sourced, as you might say, a week before your race.
4: Slightly doesn't best describe the situation where we're pretty toasted, dude.
2: So you you feel hot. You feel like you've got this in the bag.
4: I mean, I. Hey, oi, oi. Fans, fans, clearly recognizing the world champ of burpees here. I've been racing this sport for five years. I've only lost twice, and that's only two times that I didn't really give a shit about what I was doing. But ever since then, everyone's been getting their ass whooped. Right. So what's the what's the what's the actual race strategy
2: ahead of uh, Manchester?
4: I think usually the best thing you can do is just run faster than everybody else, and then just let everybody recognize that they. Right. But for every, everyone listening who
2: wants some advice from the world champ. What would you give them, apart from run fast?
4: You gotta know your strengths and weaknesses. I think it's, it's such a complex sport. Like, if you're not strong, then don't try to do strong things. Focus on your running, hold back. You have to know your strengths and weaknesses, and I study mine constantly, so don't try to have an ego. Um, come in with a plan and do your fucking job. If you care about this thing, then you should care about the results and care about the plan. That was a surprisingly
2: sober answer on the back of a line bike at 11 p.m. cycling through Piccadilly Circus. When did you land here in the finest oh, aisles? Oh, that thing is sick. That is a yeah. sick car. When did you land in the finest aisles known to man?
4: I only landed about six hours ago.
2: Right, and you're currently out having had two liters of beer or more liters of beer?
4: Way more than two liters of beer.
2: More than two liters of beer. What are what the preparations are you doing to get like race ready for Manchester?
4: We did a uh, like kind of like sauna ice bath routine. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna dress up and I'm gonna get drunk at a rugby match. Like you have to get yourself into the the true bloodline of the culture here, so you can really you know acclimate. So, you like, saying? Are you saying? Sorry. Are you saying that the
2: true bloodline and culture of the British is to get drunk?
4: Of course. Look at everybody. Everybody's out here chugging beers. Heads up. We're hitting a curb. Oh,
2: that was a big curve. Tally-ho indeed. Yeah, so are you looking forward to the rugby?
4: I'm more excited about the rugby than I am the high rocks. I should have been a rugby player. (laughs) Well, Okay, dude, we're here. We're actually here. We can park the bike. Final closing thoughts. Final closing thoughts. If you're competing against me, get fucked. I'll see you at the finish line. I'll buy you a beer to cover up your tears. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Cheers.
1: Oh, my goody aunt hunter the sheriff he is back in town that was a great little episode a little interlude from max and him um i can vouch they were genuinely on a line bike and they we didn't we ended up not going to a club it was a pub and we didn't actually get into the pub in the end and it was all a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare but i can guarantee that hunter sinks pints and he sinks pints a week before his race so that was yeah very, very funny. Uh, good luck, Hunter. That's all I will say. And um, yeah, for anyone racing him, you're, you're going to lose, I guess. <laughs> um, and he's going to buy you a beer when he does it. So yeah, Hunter, epic. Great fun to have you there. Have a drinks with us. Anyway, as you guys well know, Max and Ben eloped for uh, the best part of, well, what would be a week in human time, but in podcast time, it's 30 minutes. And let's bring them back in the room. Okay, boys, it's time
2: for community questions. As always, we've been uh, reaching out to the wider High Rocks Instagram community on Rocks Own Pod. And um, we've asked you to send in any questions you might have. And we've got a couple of good ones. So the first one being, for the world champs, where can I find the link for that stream?
0: There's currently no link out but it will be communicated on the... Oh, sorry, at the time of recording, there's no link out, but there will be a communication on the High Rocks page. But if you are listening to this, please rest assured that as soon as we find out, we'll be putting it in our Instagram bio so you can find it that way. And we might even, if it's needed, put a few instructions together um, on what, what you need to do.
2: That's very helpful. Thank you very much, Ben. That's all right. Um, perhaps you can help answer the next question as well. Will there be another High Rocks London Olympia event?
0: Ooh, so the official answer is they are still deciding the season calendar. But the having spoken to some of the... The
2: Rock's own exclusive answer is... is well,
0: yeah, well, speaking to some of the big wigs, I mean, it's one of those. nothing set in stone. They haven't confirmed anything. So technically, no. But unofficially, they loved it. Like the team that put it on said, it, was, yeah. it went down a storm and everyone's loving it. And they're thinking about bringing it back next year and even with more dates, possibly. But that is not confirmed. That is like hearsay.
2: Did they say they were going to do one east one west so one XL in the east one London, Yeah so Livia, like Kensington so, so generally
0: North with North London because it's such a big city it's like a first half of the year season it would be in the XL yeah. second half of the season it would be in a, another venue so that way they capture two different sort of yeah. times in the market but also like you'd service a different area of London um, Interesting. which is good
1: I actually have my own question for the community but it's Ooh. not a community it's well it's a Tom question um which maybe you guys can answer um you are part of the community i yes thank you very much max that's very kind to say that Mm. um i was curious to know what's going to be the the legitimate like the actual running order of the world championship weekend because we've Mm. got racing on friday and saturday but like how is it going to shape up
0: yeah so uh, so 10 30 a.m on the friday is when registration opens for spectators like you can come in you can Get your tickets, get your wristbands and stuff, uh, and that's from seven, uh, from ten thirty till five pm. And okay. then at five thirty pm, the world championships kick off, and that's the opening ceremony. That's what we'll start with that national anthem that I've it's been banging Laura. on about. Yes. Um, and then when it gets to seven o'clock, between seven o'clock and nine thir- nine fifteen, be able to witness the elite fifteen in Europe. Sweet. So last year they're in Vegas, this year they're in Manchester. Very different, but still the same amount of energy. It's going to take over the whole place. Okay, um, so that's Friday. Yeah, so and that's Friday. Saturday. And then Saturday, 7 a.m. kickoff until ten PM. It's the uh, it's the belongs to all, all the age groupers. Okay. Um, where we'll celebrate the best athletes in the world. Including, including, including this guy Producer
4: Mikey! Hello
3: <laughs> Yeah baby. <laughs> the greatest in the world. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Well, yeah. yeah, I Quite can't a... wait to come like seven hundredth place or something like that. <laughs>
2: quick <laughs> quick anecdote. Off air, Mikey said, um, Boys, I'm I'm not sure I'm going to be taking this race too seriously, so feel feel free to mess around with my race. And then half an hour later, another text came in and said, no, I'm actually taking it seriously. <laughs> you
3: can still mess around with me there, I don't care.
1: Okay. We'll be asking you education questions in the hydration station. Uh, the answer
3: to pi to two decimal places is 3.14. There you go, there's one. No, up. I thought it was going to be, fuck off, I'm racing. <laughs> 3. Point fuck off, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 point fuck off. Right, chaps,
2: I think that's all she wrote this week. Um, as always, don't forget the secret phase, which
1: is... Boom, 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 dragon! What? No, it's pump dragon. That's what I did. You said chicken. No, I said pump, 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 dragon.
0: I'm so happy I got you to say it again. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Um, irrespective
2: say say pump dragon don't say pump dragon say pump chicken um, whatever you say <laughs> just come just come say hi uh, we love we love chatting with you engaging with you so uh, you know what we look like and if you don't you'll find us on uh, Rock Zone Pod mm-hmm. which is also where I'm going to plug our lovely discount code so if you want 10% off for any of your next High Rocks races wherever they are in the world go check out our bio that's mm-hmm. where you'll find it so you've been listening to The Rock Zone Pod Thank you very much for listening. We're going to go enjoy the World Champs, and we're going to check back in with you next Wednesday. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have we'll have all the news. We'll actually unpack what went down, the news, reviews, and interviews. Mm. Mm.
2: So please give us a follow, give us a subscribe wherever you're listening to this. It helps us out a huge amount, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Three, two, one.
1: I'm checking! <laughs> <laughs> Rocks <Roxanne> out. <laughs> Rocks are out. <laughs> Rocks are out. Roxanne out.